Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Evan, but y'all know me as the wokest traveler. Because, you know, clear is a tool of white supremacy. Well, think, think about it, break it down. Clear, coons leaving expeditiously all rows. Think about it. They're trying to get you out of here, brothers and sisters, out of here. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to another episode of the 195 Stamps Podcast. I appreciate y'all joining me once again. Um, so today is part two of my and Jessica's conversation with Jeff and Eric from, uh, a waste of time. It's the real, uh, I really hope you enjoyed part one. I did. Um, so part two is going to be, you know, pick up where we left off. But before we get there, airport chronicles, once again, man, I'm really tired. I like, I'm so tired of leaving out of Newark. Like I, it's almost, I might as well walk back to Atlanta. Like, at this point, they, I feel like they don't care and it's being done on purpose. So, last week, flight, supposed to leave out of Newark. Everything's looking good. Then I get, in the, like, a text message alert from Delta saying, hey, your flight is going to be delayed by about an hour and 30 minutes. Okay, things could be worse. Pull up to Newark, get through security, look at my phone, flight's canceled. So I head over to the Delta agent, and I'm like, hey, what can we do for this? How can I get to Atlanta? Because I can't. Because they rebooked me on something leaving the next more, excuse me, afternoon at like 1.30, which wasn't going to work. I'm like, hey, how can I get to Atlanta today? So he does some typing on the computer, and he puts me on a flight leaving out of LaGuardia at around 8 p.m. And at this point, it's like 4 15 or so. And so now I got to go get an Uber and try to get over to, to LaGuardia. And if you've listened to this, if you know me, you know I'm not the hugest fan of, of New York City. But I will say there are, I really appreciate the way the transit system is set up in the Northeast. Like, y'all, y'all got it together. New York, they have figured it out. Chicago, they got to figure it out. Atlanta, not so much. But... You know, so you can take the, I'm like, all right, so can I take the train from Newark in the Penn Station, from Penn Station, get on the Uber or take a bus over LaGuardia? I'm like, eh, you know, that train sometimes coming into Newark, that, that should be taking a while. Like, I've taken that before trying to get from Newark into the city, and you can be waiting there for like 15, 20, 25 minutes. So scratch that. That was dead. So then I was like, all right, well, let's see. I know they got like a bus van service. I'm trying to think of the most economical option, but it's also the quickest. And the van people are like, oh, well, we got to stop at JFK first and it's rush hour. You'll never make it to LaGuardia. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to bite the bullet and and pay for the Uber. And I mean, work is paying for the Uber for real, but... Like, sometimes once costs get to a certain level, even I feel bad submitting the receipt. Like, damn, all right, this is going to be a lot. But, you know, whatever. Cost of doing business. So I take the $96 Uber from Newark all the way over to LaGuardia. Get to LaGuardia. Check in. They were nice enough to to upgrade your boy to 1A. Um, and, and can I... Can I say something about seat 1A on, like, a quick domestic first-class flight? Now, I know a lot of people, I know you're about to suck your teeth and roll your eyes after you hear this, but hear me out. My frequent travelers, my my people who have done quite a few first-class trips, y'all will feel me on this. I would much rather either have, you know, the second seat, in first class or just economy comfort or preferred economy or an economy seat because one a let me tell let me tell you something about that first seat in the first class on these non super long haul um domestic flights you don't get any leg room because see like what they've done is because the airline industry is trying to suck all the money they can from us they like put more seats in the back like more coach seats so when you put more coach seats in to fit everything in, you got to move the seats in the front up. So when they move the first class seats up, 
you know, that first row, like row one, right? It's now closer to like the wall, the side wall of the bathroom or of, you know, if you're sitting on the other side of that little area, uh, the galley where the flight attendants do their thing. So you don't have as much leg room. And look, I know, smallest violin ever. Evan, what the fuck? I don't fly first class. I don't want to hear about your leg room. Nikki was in first class. But what's one of the benefits of getting up there is getting more leg room. So if I don't get the leg room, I don't really need to be there. Like I can sit in the back for all that. Like I'm not, it, that doesn't matter to me. I would much rather have an opportunity to stretch out my legs. And look, I'm not the tallest nigga in the world, but I'm tall enough, right? I'm tall enough to where sitting there and, and having my knees in pain for this two-hour flight is, is too much. And the dinner they served was lackluster. Both of those things. Just sit me in the back, man. Give me some almonds, ginger ale, no ice. You know the routine. Don't play with me. And I'll be fine back there. I'll be fine. But anyway, enough about me complaining about a first-class seat because I know nobody cares. And I kind of don't. But at the same time, you know, if, you, if you're going to do it to me, do it, do it right now. Do it right. So I'm sitting up there, and I met this guy. Um, started talking to him. And it's funny. We're sitting there, and we're the only two black dudes um, in first class. And we're sitting there, and I don't, I don't know this guy, right? He's just, you know, random black guy. And a white guy gets on the plane, right? And there's this thing when you're sitting... Tell, tell me if this is just me. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in first class or all the way in the, you know, almost to the back of the plane. Like that awkward eye contact when people first get on the plane and you make it with them, you kind of look away. Or like if you make it long enough, it's like a staring contest, like who's going to break down. It's, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, I don't have the anxiety anxiety because I rise to that pressure. Like if you're going to stare at me, damn it, I'm going to stare right back at you until you break eye contact. Um but he's looking at me. He looks at the other guy next to me and gives him the, the, the head nod. Hey, how you doing? He looks at me. Hey, how you doing? So, I, you know, I give him the what's up back. And uh, he goes, he, he raises his fist, like, chest height, like the, the black power fist. And he goes, progress. And, like, keeps walking to the back. I'm like, what the fuck? Progress? Because we got upgraded on a flight? This is what progress looks like to you? Two niggas sitting in the front of the plane. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, and the guy next to me didn't hear it. And he was like, yeah, if I'd heard that, I would have went off. And I was like, eh. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have went off. I thought it was funny because he didn't know. As as simple as that shit was, he didn't know. But, um, no, he was a cool dude. I started talking to him. He's put me on real estate game, how to flip houses, buy and hold. Um, so I'm I'm about to put this to use. Which means if you follow me on Instagram, if in like six to eight months you just see me pop up with like a G-Wagon, know this real estate shit went quite well. And these podcasts are about to be a lot less frequent because I'm going to be in international as locations spending this new real estate bread. So I just want to put that out there. Just want to put I'm not acting brand new. I'm not saying that the podcast and, and the content would stop. However, you know, since I will be rich and, and balling, it's going to be hard to do podcasts from these extremely remote islands that I'm going to be on. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. I just wanted to raise awareness. All right, but enough of that. Let's go ahead and get into part two with myself, Jessica, Jeff, and Eric. Talk to you all next week. of questions just yeah. to like steer back from the travel questions mm -hmm. Evan got yeah uh, was it sponsored by your moms <laughs> yeah actually everything yeah. that I do is yeah. sponsored by my mom funny you should ask I'm wondering in yeah. the beginning of your career you guys kind of talk about how um, the struggle of freelance and how mm -hmm. MTV kind of dicked you around mm -hmm. a bit mm -hmm. how were you guys supporting yourselves 
Um, a lot of doing dumb jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, writing up lists for complex or about like, battle rap, which we don't know anything about, <laughs> or like. They would. They were like, yeah, we we had this big thing called the White Rapper Encyclopedia, and we have like all these entries, and we need it updated. So here's the information as it was, and here's the information as it should be. You know, just please do it concisely. And we did it, and then people would come up to us and be like, because our names would then be on it, and they'd be right. like, fuck you guys, like you wrote this and made this joke. We're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, right? Because like we only updated half of the entries, and <laughs> so like <laughs> we're like defending um, like white. I, we're, we're defending complex about white rappers. Yeah, like, just entries like, about this is we didn't even write. They're just like quicksand. Stupid white person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah anyway, yeah. Um, we, I, I, I took dumb jobs. I was in a, I, I went on Craigslist. I was an assistant to a magician for like forty <laughs> bucks. Yeah, yeah. Was he cutting you in half with that type? Of no, 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 no. I no. wish I had to. Um, I had to staple a thousand index cards to make pockets for his um, playing cards. My God. Yeah. And then like. I had to go back to him and deliver. And by the way, this sounds terrible. Well, no, the worst here. No, the worst part about it, because like you know, for for three days in my room for forty bucks, all you heard was kachunk, kachunk, kachunk. Because <laughs> right. I, I, you know, stapling a million of these yeah. stupid things. Um, this guy had the gall to add me to his email <laughs> blast, and he was like, "I'm in the finals for America's Got Talent. I'm in the finals for America's Got Talent. Like, you know, uh, vote for me and all this." I'm just like. This motherfucker's building his career off the backs of poor people <laughs> like me. And then I got something <laughs> recently where I think he has like a residency in Las Vegas now or something, just, or like he's, he's on the Tonight Show. I'm nuts. like, you motherfucker, like you're I the know. worst. You I... gotta hit him up for reparation. Yo. <laughs> you do. Mm -hmm. You gotta get some Well, back I really pay. feel like it should be a congressional thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I too. Yeah. yeah. I took a job where I was, so I was a film major in college, right? And, you know, I. I was a film tutor to a third grade girl who lived in the Upper West Side, and but that became that basically super rich. Well, right? yeah. no, because that was for forty dollars at the time too. But it was like, like if you if you take that forty dollars and you split it up just enough, you can go to Trader Joe's and buy like a lot of stuff, right? That I lasts. Live and die for Trader Joe's. Yo, I would, and I would. We we couldn't afford Metrocard. I would walk home like from Seventy Second Street back up in the blazing like you know summer heat <laughs> with these giant bags yeah. from Trader Joe's of the forty dollars that I just like cashed out. I was like I was so good at like spending just enough. Oh, yeah. you found him? Yeah, I found it uh, a, a month ago. I get an email <laughs> that says I won an Emmy from this, O's Perlman. This, this no, and he's in Vegas. This jerk. Uh, no, I don't know where he is. <laughs> so this is what's he gonna really happen. Won an Emmy? He just got back from time spent in Montreal. So much fun. Yeah. We're all gonna book standby tickets on Delta. Yeah. And we're gonna go jump him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 In, from the jump seats to jumping yeah. him. Right. Okay. That's exactly. what we're gonna do. That's mm -hmm. what we're gonna title I'm the like, show. Remember oh, yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and yeah. he's like, no. Yeah, yeah. He's like, absolutely <laughs> and not. It's just the baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love you, baby. Can we talk about Cam Coldheart? He, my brother, Paul, shouts out to my brother Paul, was like, so he's basically a motivational speaker now? Because what can you do after, yeah, the guy, like, when he was on Instagram after getting beat up, like, what He's, can you do? How do you bounce back? I that's, love that's the what I would energy speak that went into how much he hated the baby for, like, <laughs> seven months straight. It's, like, not even posts about, you know, what's going on with Cam Coldheart's, like, rapping career. <laughs> nope. It was all about how much he hates the baby. I love that. I love yeah. that the baby made T-shirts out of it oh, and yeah. then <laughs> fictionalized it in a, in a music video. I oh, think it's shit. just... There's so much Amazing. beauty mm -hmm. and insanity, but it's really hard for me to watch people get beat up. And I needed an someone because you're a good human. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. Now, when you That's say good, what we talking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was talking all the shit. And it, it, like, well, I needed was it you, the way Michael? the baby posted on his Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like that should have won an Oscar because <laughs> it was him talking shit. Right. Yeah. Then you swipe. And eh, I don't, I don't really want it. And then just him with his ass out. Right. That's right, what right, I right, needed. Right. I called three people. You may have been one of them because I needed someone to explain to me the physics of why his pants were down. I, what got the, the, I what feel a, like that's when you get the brakes beat off. So you. Yes. let me tell I you. Yeah. Let me tell you. Someone explained to me he was actually in the store to purchase a belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 belt. yeah. The he irony. Of I thought that? you were gonna say it's. Well, magic. no, no. no. <laughs> the baby was. The baby was there to purchase a belt. 
Cam was there because he just saw him there. See, that oh, makes it Cam even more ironic. Bell. He also might have been. But I mean, like, I know that that, that was what um, the baby was doing, like, at the counter. It was mm-hmm. him and his mans. That buying, makes it even more ironic. Yeah. I do also want to say, you guys are always on the precipice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This episode sponsored uh, by the right. word precipice. Yeah. Um, anyway, you guys always talk to people right as they're popping or about to pop. You're one of the first people who... Actually, I'm going to say this. You're the only person who interviewed Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. in a way that I was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You weren't obsessed about her body or, like, her vaginal fluids. I don't know. People just go to yeah. some weird places with her. With women, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, it had upset Thank me you. on a number of levels. I was really happy with that episode and also the one with Cardi. Mm-hmm. How do you guys find or source who you want to talk to at like such pivotal because Cardi wasn't Cardi when you interviewed her but it was like right as she was popping the same thing with Megan yeah there's some there's some luck involved I think also we're very good at um, figuring out who would make sense for us and who we don't want well yeah because saying no is just as 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 important as saying yes yeah Yeah, because we turn down people who arguably have you know, millions of files. Not that's not the arguable part. The arguable part is like whether we care, right? Ah. Um, and I think that mm-hmm. we only bring up people to our apartment who we actually fuck with because otherwise, you're bringing in a person who one you don't know, and right. two you really don't know anything about them. Like, like we had Guap Dad four thousand on super early, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then we had him back again once he was like really like Popping, yeah. solidified, yeah, and um, he might have been. He might have been, I always forget who told us about Megan first, but he might have been the first person to tell us about about her. And I was just like, okay. And then when the opportunity came, it was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And we really fought for it and, it, and it happened. And I think the cool thing is about, especially about Evergreen podcasts like ours, is that you can always go back and like listen to something yeah. that came out a while ago and just be like, oh, this yeah. still stands up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like we have an episode coming out next week with Shensia. Shensia is a dance hall artist who we believe is going to pop. But also, like, not even, like, it's it's not about the future. It's just about, like, who we fuck with. Like, you know, who do we think is interesting? Who do we think is, like, doing something that's so different or so exciting? Like, that's, and, that's and, what we want. And that matters. Yeah. You right. know? And that could be behind-the-scenes people. That could be comedians. That could be artists. That could be producers. That could be executives. That could be our mom. You know? Yeah. And so And so we, we want to have a good conversation with whoever is sitting in front of us, and we think we have... A pretty good track record, Absolutely. which is dope. So no, you definitely do. I think your interview style is amazing. It's very conversational. It's always structured. It it makes sense. If that isn't weird, no, to it say. does make sense. Thank and one you. thing that's I think is interesting, and you know, as people who are all four of this table, creatives to yeah. varying degrees, one thing that's tough is when you first get started trying to find your voice. Yeah, and the only way to do that was saying you have to live through the art. You have to just keep doing it and totally. keep getting yeah. reps. Yeah. And one thing that you did, and I found it uh, more so with uh, Drake's dad, we had yeah. him on, and, you know, him talking about, like, once he opened up about being from Memphis, yeah. and, you know, I didn't know half the shit about him. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? yeah. like yeah. you did this, yeah. you did that, you yeah. on TV? Yeah. And, you know, getting He worked on flower up. arrangements? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, had yeah, a flower yeah. store yeah. like that. It was dope. I think, thank you. Open up. I think, uh, so that one in particular was super important to us, not just because it's such a interesting, like, person, but because there's so many ways to screw it up and we didn't Mm. want to look at it as Drake's dad. We wanted to look at it as Dennis Graham, the human being. Yeah. And that's what we did. And because I I, I think it's the same thing and not to cut you off, but I think it's the same thing that goes into when we did our Rockefeller event where you, where, you know, you, we've heard the Rockefeller story, Mm -hmm. but we haven't heard it from these people. Mm -hmm. You know, you haven't heard from this angle. And I think that's the same thing that goes for Drake's dad, where it's like, you might have this impression of what, this guy might be because of the internet or because of, you know, Drake. But then when you talk about this guy and his history, that gives you a whole different meaning to everything else. I was listening to it forgetting, like, he was Drake. And, you know, I don't want to do a disservice by calling him Drake's dad. Dennis Graham is his own man, but Dennis Graham's story is crazy. Like, marrying a woman, being, you know, in TV up in Canada, going down and playing all these No, the thing about the drums. That's like... The, the, Such a once His like, in-laws what? who are racist. Yeah. There's right. a lot of stuff where it's just like, you're a human, you've gone through these significant things, but you, you'll you never get that from a TMZ. You no. never yeah. get that from like just seeing him at any bar. And on know? top of that, you have the most famous son like in the music game right now. That's, yeah. so it's uh, it, very unique, yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. he dresses like, like he was really dressed <laughs> like the Rough Riders yeah. anthem yeah. extra in that, which was... <laughs> 
I just you know, deeply I enjoyed that. It, I mean, as if I needed any more reasons oh, to man. love Drake. <laughs> um, to also know that my future father-in-law is pretty There you cool. go. There you go. You know? I, also, I also love the fact that um, this was something for us where that's one, we didn't even give it away. You know, it was a surprise to people. So when it came up, it was something so left to field. Because people, you can, you can expect you know, an artist who's on a press run to stop by somewhere, right? right? It's like, okay, that's not a surprise. But to get this and for Father's Day was a big thing yeah. for us that we really like. You know, sometimes you get lucky with getting a Cardi before she pops, but when you get Drake's dad as Father's Day, mm-hmm. that's something we worked really hard to, to make happen. So. And yeah. I do have to say, I think you guys speak so beautifully about your dad, too. And I, th- I was impressed with your ability to do that. On, you know, like at that time, because I just don't, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know that I would have had the, the wherewithal to do that. But I think the way that Thank you guys you. talk about your family period is mm-hmm. really beautiful, but especially your dad. Like in that, the piece on Vice, I just was like, wow. Like, Thank you very and much. And I think you guys have alluded to it before, but yeah. just reading it in that medium was really like, oh my God, so touching. Thank you. And Thank also you. made me kind of want to call my dad and have an uncomfortable conversation for no reason. I've got to call mom now. Jeez. Well, Are we going to call her dad? <laughs> I don't think so. I do they not work for Delta? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, You know, um, we we got together with some friends the other day. A a friend of ours uh, flew in from California, and so a bunch of New York friends gathered to to have dinner with her. And she was like, she she brought this energy where she was like, you know what? Um, Because she was very close to Nipsey as well. And she was like, at the end of this road, I just want to be sure that whoever I'm talking to understands where we stand. And I was like, that is so dope, you know? And that she can, like, look at a person and be like, look, if we were good or bad, this is just it. And we both understand where we're at. And that's super important. And I think, like, that's something that uh, we both have, our mom has, our our brother Dan has, our dad did have, which is this ability to um, understand uh, ourselves and to understand uh, a bigger picture and to be able to talk about that. And that's super important to us. Um, certainly, you know, when it's like Father's Day or holidays or the anniversary of our dad's death, to be able to appreciate the time we had together, that's important. And the way that you keep someone alive is to, you know, bring up these memories and mm-hmm. talk about them in, you know, just honorable terms. So that's 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 what is very meaningful for us. Yeah, I, I just thought it was so nice. Thank you. Thank you. We're good Jewish boys. Yeah. You know what's so interesting? Um, Again, my brother Paul was like, the only way I will sign off on you marrying a white dude is if he's Jewish. <laughs> and I was like, what is that about? Like, we're from Atlanta. We don't even know any Jewish people. Really? There's so many Jews in Atlanta. Where? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just go to Emory, Emory University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there's okay, a lot of Jews in Atlanta. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, we were, so at this dinner, um, we knew most of the people there. There were seven of us, and we knew six, right? Mm-hmm. Five. Five? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we knew five very well. Um, but there was this girl sitting like across from me next to Jeff who was Dominican, but she had a Jewish star around her neck. And I, the one question I wanted to ask her was like, why? Like, yeah, what, like what, what is, is up this? with that? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I felt like it was like some like coexist bumper stickers. Sort of <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, did you ever ask? No, no. no. And the funny uh, thing is, we took the train uptown with her too. And I had all this opportunity. I just didn't think of it. Well, I mean, but now we're like, sh- we're friends. Like, yeah. she, she was completely silent during the actual dinner. And again, she was sitting next to me. She's young. And so, to the, okay. to the point that I was like, oh, I forgot that she was there, <laughs> which is like crazy. She just became invisible. Like she right. wasn't, she wasn't eating what everybody else. Like we went to dim sum. She ordered her own thing. Like it, she wasn't part of the, any conversation. Mm. Yeah, was what she and ordered then, kosher. No, uh, oh wow. Hmm. No. Mm. <laughs> it was a Chinese I, I need restaurant. To meet, I have so many questions for this <laughs> yeah. girl. You oh, bring, yeah. her, Same. bring her Same. to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bring her to me. You bring her to me now. Exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. This feels like okay, Game Cersei. of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bring her to okay, me. I am not Cersei. If I were anybody, I would have Same haircut. Been That's right. How dare you this, say this that? That haircut was Cersei fucking haircut. trash. <laughs> that haircut is one of the worst wigs I've ever seen in my life. It was it like how to get away with murder season one. It that big was dirt because of the cult. Yeah, what she did, dude. But let's let's think about this. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's let's look at the timing. She's been through a lot. Okay? Why the yeah. fuck didn't it ever grow? It Maybe never grew. Oh no, she it. she liked it. Yeah. She grew into Who it. Who was cutting it? 
you know, you know, like women, when y'all go through things, y'all cut your hair. She was, she and was you know going through crazy? some shit. She when had to I kill cut, a lot of people. When I cut, she caught my hella hair, bodies. And she was like, like, I'm he did ask me that. People were like, "Girl, are you going through?" Something? I'm like, "No, bitch, I grew up <laughs> being Halle Berry, Neil Long, Tony Braxton, and Jada Pinkett. Fuck off!" And I always knew that I wanted short hair. She just wasn't one of my icons. What? Okay. She had an she iconic had song. Two, she, she two had, iconic she, songs. Yes, because T-shirt and, and my half. panties yeah. is still a bop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll stand the test of time. Yeah. Listen, and it'll you have a, a young Jamie Foxx at the beginning <laughs> of that song setting the mood. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, sounds like you're on board. Okay, I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk hair because you yeah. both have great hair. I Thank think you. they might be wigs, guys. Mm-hmm. Tell Mine us is, what, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. Okay, I know a wig when I see one. I know a good lace front when Take I see the head one. Off yeah, this is right, the whole thing that's, comes yeah. off. Word, though, good. That's the a good, whole that's thing a good comes off. Uh, uh, I, like Beyonce, have natural hair. Thank you. Anywho, I hate you. Do you have a hair routine? Like a a hair care routine? Like what products do you use? Now, uh, so my shit's real simple. I use um, herbal essences. It's mm-hmm. like the most basic thing. Those commercials used to pop back in the day. I'm right? saying, I'm saying. But it, that's, that's what Eric but does it in the works. show. <laughs> it works. It no, imprinted. We did, we did, we were guests on a panel in um, Akron, Ohio, like a year and a half ago. And it's like, okay, whatever questions any of you guys have, you came out on a Sunday night, Grammy night. Yeah. In Akron, Ohio, everybody was dressed up. It was like a thing. We were not dressed up. Everybody no, no, else no, was. no, the, no, no, the yeah, audience yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but us, their first question was just like, what's your hair routine? I was like, really? I it's was like, all right. Stunning. Thank you very much. Um, I put a little bit of gel in, and then I, I pat it out and like let it let it live. Let you it know? do its thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's don't it. no, don't look at me. <laughs> I know what you do. Yeah. I know how to fuck to put on a wig. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't need your input here. I got I gotta straighten it out. <laughs> yeah. I gotta comb it out. Yeah, all that. That's right. Yeah. Shake it. Yeah. You do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 Sits yeah, on the yeah. styrofoam yeah. hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Low-key, we have the same haircut. Right <laughs> That's what the plot twist is. We low-key have the same hair right now. Yeah, us and Adina Howard. Us and Adina. I'm not doing it. We have we have um we have we have <laughs> photographers come by now for the um for the you know extra content that you do when you have a podcast and um Jeff the other day got the photos back from some from an upcoming episode and Jeff's just like oh this is I'm like nobody told me my hair was fucked up the entire time Jeff goes this is terrible <laughs> white man hair terrible <laughs> white man hair I don't what makes white man hair bad oh I, you can see it go bad when yeah, it's besides bad. the guy in the White House like what's I don't know that that's like some yeah, like I don't that, his hair is not right no yeah. it's not hair I it's don't not think. white or right I don't think it's hair. Uh, no, I don't think it is either. It's like I'm a bird's convinced nest. that it's yeah. like a new, yeah. a like new karma? age level. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. Or like a hologram. I think I don't think it's <laughs> hair. Yeah. I just don't think His it's hair. His hair is pocket the coat. Leave a comment, nasty, <laughs> saying what it is below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, guys. Let me know. Oh, tell yeah. us what you think, Donald Trump. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, how's comment. the gym going? Oh, oh great, thank you. Yeah. Are you guys still committed? I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I might be too brawling. I don't know if people can tell. You're busting out of that purchase. It's crazy. There you go. Shout out to purchase camp. I stopped by today to um, like literally just check in. <laughs> just like, check in. Yeah, just, I you mean, had to like check just, the temperature, make sure. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I went, I went over there and I said to the because um, um, our friend has been going to Equinox for forever, oh, and shit. so you know they got money. They yeah, money yeah, 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 And yeah. so um, I went in and I was just like, hey, by the way, my uh, there was no option to say who referred me, but my friend referred me. He didn't really refer me, but whatever. <laughs> but we get, got him some money. Yeah, get him some money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. So I will be going after, but I'm going I, to I'm going to make this worth it. I went. Yeah, the other morning I woke up at four o'clock and f- couldn't fall asleep again. So five thirty, the gym's open. It's across the street, and I was just like, let me go work out. And it was a great start to the day. Um, well, by the way, I will say, uh, a few years ago, a guy reached out to me on Instagram, and he's like friends with Sheik, and he's friends with like a lot of people that we know, and mm-hmm. so, um, and I didn't know him. And, and by the way, so like. In in the, in this world where like you're known, people will be like, "Oh, can I send you a hat? Can I send yeah, you a T-shirt? Yeah. Whatever." Yeah. This guy offered to work me out for free forever. Right. And I was like, "Oh, that's dope. I will absolutely take him up on it as long as he's not a crazy person." <laughs> and so we went out. Uh, I met him at a pizza place just to make that sure, makes sense. Yeah, to make sure he's not a killer that you're going to invite and to your yeah. like apartment gym. Yeah, and he was like, "See, I'm like a cool personal trainer," and I was like, "Oh, okay." 
And so he said, the only thing that we can't do, he's like, I won't give you steroids. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. okay. I do like that though. Like, well, no, that's, you know yeah. what? That's okay. Thing. It's like, well, on second thought, because yeah. I was yeah, definitely I coming here yeah. for drugs. Yeah. So. Yes. But so last night, uh, we were walking back to our place and we ran into Sheik Luch on the street and mm-hmm. Sheik was just like, yo, he's like, I heard you're getting back with Elliot. And Jeff's just like, I was like, who's Elliot? Who? I was like, Elliot Wilson? You're like, oh, right. no, oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, I am. So Elliot and I, um, not Wilson, Elliot, the <laughs> trainer, he and I worked out for like a good seven months and I made like real progress. And then I was just like, I'm done. Fucking lazy, which is like right. my mo. Shout out to also. Elliot the trainer. That is his his Instagram name. Yeah, Elliot the trainer. Well, yeah. you are a wildling, and am, wildlings yeah. like to just get their workout via pillaging and, and running you know, steroids. Right. Yeah, yeah. Steroids. and some the occasional <laughs> steroid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Can I share my New York gym story? You have a Please. New York gym story? It's from today. So what did you that, do? So I do CrossFit. Yeah, some people hate it. Some people love it. Yeah. I really like it. So mm-hmm. I go to a CrossFit gym in Atlanta, and it's regular just go there it's people it's in a very diverse neighborhood like, mm-hmm. like lots of jews th- throwing, the, throwing the tires throw, we don't throw the tires there oh um, you do the rope oh yeah. sorry we don't do the flipping ropes. tires <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea no, what goes on them. clearly across yeah. the it's yeah. uh some people do but the, the thing it's is, just espn too <laughs> yeah. oh my God. exactly it's climbing ESPN like too. you know logs and you know it's all of that yeah and so the thing like new york is People know this that have been here. New York is just, it really is, to be corny, it's the melting pot, right? You got yeah. everybody here. And the hotel I'm staying in is uh, right across the street from a Hell's Kitchen, like, CrossFit gym. So I'm like, okay. So I go in. I go in the gym and, you know, shout out to uh, all of our LGBTQ friends. I promise you this won't be problematic <laughs> because this is how it could start out. So I go in. Every muscle your in my body no, is clenched no, no, so no, tight no, right now. No. Oh, so you're working out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. In my wig, no less. <laughs> so, you know, you go in the gym and, you know, you like to listen to some hardcore rap. I want to listen to some locks, DMX, you know, Baby no. D, all yes. of that. On right? your headphones? No, like Just normally when the, you go in the, yeah, normally they're yeah, in the air. Because it gets thing. you, right, yeah. it gets yeah. you in the mood. <laughs> So I go in here, and, you know, it's Pride Month, and... It's Pride they, Weekend. Pride Weekend, too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And so they have, like, uh, you know, the flag up, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, whatever. Doesn't phase me. Cool. And then I notice, like, they have, like, a disco ball, like, spinning in the middle of the gym, and I'm like, oh, this is new. <laughs> okay. And I notice everybody here is, you know, in the LGBT community. Again, fine. Yeah. I st- I'm brothers in arms with you. I'm right here for your struggle. You should be getting everything that everybody else does, no matter sexual orientation. Your your struggle with the tire is their struggle They're, with the tire. Exactly. exactly. We exactly. all yeah. struggle with right. tires. Right. Exactly. Right. We all struggle with tires. And But the thing that killed me was like, so they're playing like I will survive over the speakers. Yes. And I'm like, this is a very like this is so on. But like if you were, if Dave Chappelle was writing a sketch about a gym <laughs> yeah. in yeah. 2002, it. it would literally be this. It. Like there were shirts off, nipple rings. It was just a, <laughs> a whole situation, very inappropriate gay jokes. And I was like, I guess it's appropriate because they're saying it. But you don't laugh. I, so I shouldn't have laughed. I don't you know. <laughs> I think it you, was like an uncomfortable laugh because you're like pump harder. They can't feel that. That was a real joke they said. And I was like, oh, so the. Okay. That's this one of those I put in my back pocket for later. You put in your back pocket for later? To tell Wait, are to we someone still that's, that's the joke. That's the joke. Right. I was going to say, joke. that's the yeah, joke. Yeah, you yeah, put yeah, that joke. in your back pocket. Okay. You're welcome. So what, what is CrossFit then? If it's not the tires and not the ropes? It's preparing for the fucking Armageddon is um, what it is. So so you're ready? <laughs> I am dark. super ready. But no, CrossFit is like, uh, it's one of those things. It's people that Opening go to the cans. <laughs> it's Opening. like high intensity. It's like circuit. highly variable functional fitness. Like, so you might do um, a bunch of deadlifts and then like run 400 meters and then come in and do like pull ups. So you're getting ready for um, whatever it is where, you know, people run through like mud and Spartan race. Spartan race. I am going to do one in a few months. Are you? Underneath yeah. like barbed wire. Yeah. And Wait, where are you going? Get uh, in Atlanta. There's one in, well, that doesn't matter, but I'm doing one in Atlanta. Okay. And, uh, I think it's October. All right. Wait, can well, I ask you something? Sure. Have you ever killed a man just to feel something? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was there, and yeah. we burned down the fucking house. Wow. We burned down the house. Yeah. Good callback. <laughs> You're all welcome. Queen Latifah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was bringing down the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm the sequel. Well, I do maintain that um, when I make my film debut. Mm-hmm. Dana I, Owens. I really, really want there to be a remake of Harlem Nights just so I can do Delores' character. It was one of the best things I ever saw as a kid. I have never forgotten her. Parts of her are in my personality. Every time I hear the word sunshine, I think of Harlem Nights. That is my favorite line. <laughs> so you've been in New York for six or seven years. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a New Yorker now? Ooh. Fuck no. 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 Always going to be. Uh, Georgia Peach all day. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. East Point yeah. all day. I will yeah. never. When I had to get a New York license, I felt like a part of me died. Still the same. Oh, yeah. You do have the still. You, you have the 404 number. I had number. to update. No, you have the I do cell. still the have my. I will never get yeah. rid of my 404 yeah. number. Yeah, yeah. I could become Beyonce famous and I will never get rid of that number. But you, you say that, but people that live in New York for any period of time, whether they're from here, whether they move here for some short period, long period, whatever. You all wear New York like a fucking badge mm. of honor. I do? Yes. You what can recognize it. You can, you can recognize it. You, no, you can, you can recognize, recognize it. it. You Tell make, me what I do. <laughs> but like, the thing about New York is like, it's such a just captivating, polarizing place. You can't, like, you can't be caught slipping in New York because you oh, always no. have to be on it. And people wear that. Like, you can see that in them. And when you talk to me, like, oh, yeah, I lived in New York. They say it like, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I just made a million dollars. Oh, yeah, I lived in New York. Because you know there's something in their character where there is no back down. There's no bullshit. They're going to oh, get I it done. Oh, I think people kind of gather that from me off rip anyway. But you can't do that here in New York. You, <laughs> That's like, why you got to be on your shit. <laughs> wait, wait. So did you feel like like you needed to come oh, up fun. here? Now I'm getting interviewed. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you feel like you needed to come up here to, uh, like, get the... Exposure to... Well, why like, did you come up here? Yeah, why'd you come up here? Uh, that's, that's a better question. It's a, it's a couple of reasons. Number one, um, I have a shit ton of friends in Atlanta. South, The south side of Atlanta, super I'm super popular. thankful for mm-hmm. it. But we're like a huge dysfunctional family. So anywhere that I went, I knew somewhere everywhere I went. I'd never had to worry about anything. Everything that I ever needed was always taken care of. So you were comfortable. To the extent that I was too comfortable. And I didn't know how to go out and get what I really wanted out of life. And on a whim, like I'd always wanted to work. I discovered I wanted to work in fashion my last year at Georgia Southern. But Mm -hmm. I was finna graduate and I was not about to start the fuck over. So I visited FIT up here. I fucking loved it and was like, leave me here, send me my shit. But it was too (laughs) late to apply. So I moved up here, went to FIT, um, graduated magna cum laude. Um, Oh, look at you. You know. um, (laughs) Growth. Growth. And my intention was just to stay for a year. And things just kept happening and happening and happening. I just haven't In a good way. In a good good and a bad way, even the bad made it good because it was really sink or swim. And in Atlanta... And that's New York. I was... Like, that's what I said. That's New York. There's a resilience. Like, you know... It forces you into it. And even, like, when it got really hard and I told my mom, like, I think I need to come back home because I I, I can't. My mom was like, no. No. Like, whatever you need, we'll figure it out. Is there any part of you that feels like if you left New York, that would be a failure? Yes. People, the the last terrible person who I dated uh, really wanted me to move back to Atlanta. And I was just like, I'm not done here. I'm not ready to move home and start having babies. Like, yeah, they say if you can make it in New York, you can I make it anywhere. That, that's they do so say that. Yeah, yeah, it's like things are just now really starting to happen But for also, me. if you could have babies in Atlanta, you can have babies anywhere. I'm <laughs> not having babies in New York. That's what I'm not fucking doing. <laughs> that will be my exit. That'll it's like, oh, strategy. well, all right, my uterus is now go. occupied. Pack it up and go home. Mm-hmm. I'm not wow. doing but that shit here. But to your earlier point, though, when you said it got really hard and you had some really dark days, like, you pushed through. And now, we were talking last night at dinner. Like, you really feel like, and I feel like this for you, shit is really about to pop. Like, you're really on the edge of it, just all the way coming up. And it's like, so I was I was listening to talking to this guy, and... Moral of the story, he was like, you know, there's this thing in, in the military that they tell you when you feel like you can quit, when everything is over, you want to, you know, really just stop, ring the bell, get out of this workout. That means you're only 60% there. Mm. Like, you've got 40% left to give. Yeah. So when you hit that wall, you could have easily packed up shit and went home. That would have been easy. Yeah. But ain't shit easy in life, and especially in New York. you got to push through that shit. And now, I, that's listen, what we're talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There like, have been many a times where I have been like, fuck this, I'm about to go home be a late-in-life stripper, 
and just hook up with a with a rapper and call it a day. <laughs> and it's not, not seriously, not seriously, yeah, not but there life. were definitely <laughs> like moments where I was like, I've made a terrible choice. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. And it mostly I'm going to tell you when those times come is when it rains. Mm. When it rains in New York, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in the worst possible. You're on the other side of the wall. Like, we're <laughs> done here. Yeah. But I think, like, getting my own place in a neighborhood that I really, really liked, and then my writing career started taking off, and then you guys agreed to be on my podcast. It's like things kept happening that kept reinforcing, like, oh, this is where I'm supposed well, to be. that's dope. Yeah. 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 I'm I, glad to be a part of like you getting your own apartment in the neighborhood yeah. that you like. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, that is normally where I record, but I was like, should I invite people into my tiny apartment where we'll all be hot and uncomfortable? Possibly not. Listen, I will say that we've done it. We have we have done it. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's did dope. you do you guys still cook dinner? No. No. But like but like But thank God. Yeah. But, like, but also yeah. but also like when we did, like, I, we there was an episode we didn't put out with Lil Dirk, which was one, maybe the first episode we ever recorded or something like that. We made him hamburgers in our, this is our old apartment, so the stove is right behind yeah. him. Yeah. Right? And so it's it. just like, you can <laughs> feel it, yeah. worst of all. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's a small room, it's hot, there's a million the people summer. in there, it's the summer. That is not a fun recording, you know, experience. Like, at least now we're at the point where it's like, we have higher ceilings. People can like spread out. It's more functional now. Yeah. As Jim Jones said, you guys don't live in the kitchen anymore. Yeah, so yeah, that is true. I feel like all great careers start in a kitchen. Yeah, yeah or, or, or garage. Not or all. Rap. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. You guys start, you remember, I said whether it's trap or rap, you know, you start. Yo, my rap yeah. career started in a closet. Yeah, well, well that's, yeah, not that's that's kitchen, that's, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I feel I like mean, already we're off board. Yeah, yeah I, I stopped after two songs, but you know. So now I gotta hear these two songs. Yeah. Well, you already heard it. Freak uh, like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> T-shirt and panties. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because I'm secretly She's 52. Secret. <laughs> Black don't crack. There you go. So I want to go ahead and wrap up with you guys. I want to know a, a couple of things. Number one, who was your favorite interview besides me? Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. don't shower me with those mm-hmm. compliments. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. it was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who's your favorite interview to date? Um, who, I mean, it's who has to, interviewed us or who we have interviewed? Who you've interviewed? Um, I mean, I, I mean, the, the <coughs> excuse me, I would say the obvious one is our mom. Yeah. Um, but right answer, you know, uh, in case she's listening, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I do think that was like a really good and, um, it was a good conversation and it was good to put her story out there. And I just think that I'm very proud of the way that we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I would say I like interviews that surprise me. Um, where you don't really know where things are going to go. Because not every... Like, we've done 260-something episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of them follow the same sort of arc, Mm the same sort of pattern. Mm -hmm. Even though everybody's lives are different, but there are certain ones where you're just like, all right, like, you know. But I think that I love the DJ Bobby Trends one um, because I remember... it just took such weird turns. He went to school with like AJ Calloway and they were like coming down to the city and like just doing like nineties kids things. Um, and so like there were like things like that, but also like, then you'll, you'll go down this path of just being like, I love the Dennis Graham one. I love the common one. Um, like common was just like so easy to talk to. Um, and we talked about like so many things that I actually had interest in. Um, I don't know who about you. Uh, well, the the Rockefeller one holds a special place in my heart. Um, it was a lot to put together. It was a lot to have on our shoulders, and it it lives on, right? Yeah. Um, you know, even if going back to the MTV stuff, like we interviewed Stevie Wonder, like you can't yeah. be yeah. that, right? Yeah, um, yeah. my favorite one. Um, you know, uh, those those are really meaningful. And and on a weekly basis, I you know we just get a kick out of whoever sits across from us. So. Yeah. I think, like, you know, not to be like, oh, like, they're all my children, but there's something special about every single one where you're just like, man, like, this is really, like, a a fun experience for me. Like, we've never put out an episode that we haven't been proud of. Right. Yeah. Oh, I definitely have. That's part of the learning process. It is. I think about deleting it every fucking day. You shouldn't do it. Anyway, um, who are you guys aspiring to interview? Do you have, like, a goal person in mind? There's a few. I think that... um, you know, Dennis. Into the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Two Chains is somebody who we've been chasing for the longest Mr. time. Mr. Chains, let me tell you something, is <laughs> mm-hmm. my fucking hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you interview Mr. Chains, yeah. you call me. Okay. <laughs> I Price. will cook. Mm-hmm. And, and Tony Braxton. And Tony Braxton. And, and T.I. Yeah. And T.I. No, I, I bet T.I. a couple times. We're, we're good. We're good with the, with the experience of T.I. Um, <laughs> who else? Uh, I mean, you know, we're trying for people like Seth Rogen. 
Um, uh, yeah. We're trying for people like um, yeah. I mean, there's some there's some <laughs> there's just random ones that that make you know it it more fun for us. You know, because we have connections to certain people, and it's like you want to sort of like pull on that connection during the actual conversation, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, you want there to be a story behind the actual story. Yeah, yeah I wanted yeah. to get a Tyra Banks. Yeah. Um, That's an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. Owen Wilson, um, you know, Shaq. Well, um, you know, because there was a point about two months ago, three months ago, where Eric and I were just like, fuck it, like, let's just, like, aim high. Like, yeah. Let's, let's just, Absolutely. like, see who... Because this goes back to why not, right? This was you guys being my aim high. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Now you well, have to aim still, higher. Yeah, yeah. Aim yeah. Higher. But like you know, but you you put it out there and you and you see who would might be interested. Just like yeah. throwing it out, and it turns out that some of these people that we just named are interested in being on. And you're just like, Great. oh, like that's crazy. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think that that we want to get people who it's just like I fuck with them. Like that that's who it is. Do you guys have a favorite comedian? Um, yeah, th- there's a bunch. Uh, you mean stand up or like stand up? Oh, th- there's a uh, bunch. Dave Chappelle, um, Chris Rock, mm. um, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, oh, Mike Birbiglia. Yep. I like Mike Birbiglia. He's great. I saw him on my prom night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like after prom, I went to my friends and I went to a comedy show. We went on a Hot 97 cruise. Yep. Like you know, damn, we, you had a dope ass prom night. Yeah. Cruise, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was something. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite is hands down John Mulaney. Oh, oh, Mulaney's Mulaney. oh, the best. Yeah. I actually yeah. I met him, but it super New York chance encounter. His cab pulled up right as I was about to step off the corner, and he got out right in front of me, and I was like. Oh my god! I was like, I yeah. know you hate when people do this, but I love you so much. I love you so much. Like it was Lonnie. just so. He's my favorite. His voice yeah. inflections kill me. Oh he's the my greatest. god! Even yeah. his SNL. Oh uh, man! Yeah. With yeah. the the party and yes. he pulled out the MLK thing. <laughs> he's the best person to he's, me. But I'm yeah. also really enjoying Mike Epps's new stand up. I know. How I haven't you seen feel. it. it I, haven't seen I it enjoyed yeah. it. That's dope. I enjoy Mike. But Epps. you did not. I'm a Mike Epps fan. I didn't there say you that. Like, you <laughs> are not. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah. I think there are two. Just not naming people. names. Yeah. There are two kind I'm of just saying that there world. are four people in this room, <laughs> and, and one person is not into yeah. the special. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoy him. I'll have I to check him out. I think yeah. he's an underrated actor. Like, mm-hmm. but I think that he's. We just, just saw him in um, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That is something that you have to watch. I need to check that out. Okay. Also, that's what I want to know. What are you guys watching right now? Oh man! Um, uh, what have we been watching? Oh, I, well, <laughs> well, I watch BoJack Horseman just I love Bojack on Horseman. repeat, like every night. That's what I watch. This is okay. So we have Apple TV, right? We don't have cable. Um, we have Apple TV, and so the YouTube app becomes very handy. And, yeah. and we have Netflix and, and Hulu and things like that. But the YouTube app, it'll just find your way into like I don't know. Yeah, just weird somewhere corners. you didn't think you would go. And oh. lately, I've been watching restoration videos, right? Like, like home restoration, like metal like like toys or tools or things that are rusted and okay. these people that whoever they are algorithm well, well just also, like eric was previously watching how to like things. pick locks pick locks now Good now it's in. like restoration for cars and i'm just like i you know now i'm into like you know whatever carburetors and you know like <laughs> different you know what i really fuck with I love on Bon oh, Appetit. Yeah, yeah. On, on Bon Appetit, they have this whole series where this woman named Claire makes gourmet versions of like candies. So she has to figure out. She's um, like, how do you make you know Starburst? How do you make um, Skittles, Skitter, uh, uh, Snickers, uh, Snickers, or yeah. uh, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups or Twinkies? Twinkies. And, yeah. and it's just like a fascinating thing to be like her trying to figure out the exact amount of you know uh, gelatin that needs to go into a Twinkie to make the um, the filling and like you know it, it it's it's amazing like it's so I have good a very have specific opinion about candy more specifically about <laughs> Snickers mm-hmm. which is they're delicious. full size Snickers are trash fun size Snickers are superior to regular size Snickers I'm not mad at that and I, I thought we, the same I thought we way lost. about Reese's <laughs> many Reese's are superior to full size that's Reese's. always my favorite thing when people call them Reese's 
It's Reese's, yeah. I am from Atlanta. I know, I know, I know. I know. Okay. It's a very it's Atlanta thing. You're about to like turn up on. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> now, one of our one of our friends up here, Marsha, um, she's like she's from um, Brooklyn. She's from Brooklyn, from from Flatbush, and she says Reese's also. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's but definitely, well, it's, it's there's definitely a, a hood thing. There's yeah. a couple of things <laughs> that Marsha says that are uh, interesting. If you listen to our episode of Marsha and Hebrew, actually, that's, that's one a, of my favorite. That's a great episode. Okay. Um, but she she says most words totally fine and then she'll say uncomfortable <laughs> like it's not like like you know, an alien no like, like a Haitian yeah. oh okay <laughs> like comfortable is fine uncomfortable is the one that like screws up her cadence <laughs> great we had a friend in, in college who couldn't say electric electricity she broke it up into saying electric city because that's how her <laughs> wow. African father pronounced wow. it wow Nikki <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Nikki. I love shout you, girl. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to nope. who else? You shout out. You guys actually. Tip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sh- shouts out to the King of the South forever. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys Real again flip. for yeah, doing all the clothes. No, we are not. <laughs> Every single baby one. D, yeah. Right. Baby D. No, y'all definitely. have to go look up baby. If y'all are in Atlanta, check it out. Check out baby. We love Atlanta. Big home store. Yeah. I like that you guys said that he was on the freshman cover when he definitely was not. He wasn't? No. No. He, he is was, something. No, he wasn't on the Baby yeah. D, not this year's. No, no, no. no, no. Like, like Any never, years. never. No, no. <laughs> In the history of Double like, so yeah. XL Okay, now we're going to have a Google War. I got to find yeah. it. Um, thank you guys for doing this. Thank you for You're inviting You're beautiful us. people. Thank you. I appreciate thank you. your hair and your <laughs> wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're beautiful inside, too. A freak in the morning, yeah. a freak in the evening. Just, Just like me. So when we leave, I'm going to fight you. Yeah, yeah. If you want, no, thank you for, for taking interest in us. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Thank you for listening to yeah, us. Yeah, I don't even remember how you guys came into like my. Con- I, I know it was before you interviewed Freshalina. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember, but I was so happy when I discovered it because, again, I'm a huge fan of like comedy. And you guys have like everything in your brand that like I'm a fan of. That's so dope. I'm really happy we were able to do this. Tell the people where to find you. Most uh, you can go and find us on all social media networks at It's The Real. It's The Real on Twitter. It's The Real on Facebook. It's The Real on Instagram. We are also on Reddit. There's a Reddit channel devoted to us that like literally nobody has subscribed to. But <laughs> And all oh, of I our will. podcasts, all 260 yeah. something of them are available on every Wherever yeah. you listen to podcasts, including this one, yeah, you know. just search for "It's the Real" or search for "A Waste of Time" or search for two Jews and two Black dudes," and it'll, it'll hopefully come stuff. up. Yeah. And and there's so much "It's the Real" content over 12 years on the internet. There you can really find it is. anywhere. I'm glad that you read that Vice piece because that was a it dope was one. So well written. Yeah, they, yeah. I Vice, you Vice, Vice. They were sort of like weird about it because they were, we were like, "Hey, will you do a piece on us?" And they were just like, "Well, you can." And we're just like. All right. So we, we got creative with piece. it. Yeah. No, you yeah. banged it out. It thank you very bomb. much. Thank, thank you. Great. So thank you guys so much. Thanks so yes. much. Evan, tell the people where to find you. Oh, always. 195 stamps on all your podcast networks. And by all, I mean Apple and SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the other one that no one ever visits. And as per usual, <laughs> as per usual, I'm Jess. This is not Carrie Bradshaw, a.k.a. your daddy favorite girlfriend. Mm. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs>